The Laws of Leverite Marriage, Chapter 6. First halacha. There are brothers who are fit to perform either Yibum or Chalitza. There are brothers who are fit to perform neither, thus rendering the deceased wife free to marry anyone. There are pr- brothers who are fit to perform one but not the other. Second halacha. A man who hasn't shown sexual characteristics and who is impotent, or a man with both sexual characteristics, has no obligation because they are not able to father children and never were able to father children. Third halacha. A deaf mute, a mentally incompetent person, and a minor are able to do Yibum but are not able to do Chalitza. This is because they lack the mental ability to divorce or to do chalitza. In the case of the minor, if he performs ibum, he will be able to divorce her once he becomes an adult. Fourth halacha. These are the ones who should perform chalitza and may not perform ibum. Someone for whom there is a doubt whether he is permitted to the avama. A man either with crushed testicles or with a crushed penis or who has been castrated. Or an older man who is now impotent due to his age. Naturally, if there is a brother who is not one of these things, that brother may perform either ibum or chalitza. Fifth halacha. Similarly, there are yavames who are fit to perform either chalitza or ibum and who are fit to perform neither. And those who are fit to perform neither are free to marry any man and do not require chalitza. And there are yavames who are fit to perform chalitza and not yibum, or yibum and not chalitza. Six halacha. A deaf mute, a mentally incompetent person, or a minor, they may perform yibum, but not chalitza. And the yavam is permitted to divorce the deaf mute after the marriage is consecrated. Seventh halacha. These are the women who may perform chalitza, but not yibum. Someone who is usher to marry the yavam based upon rabbinic law or a positive commandment. Women where there is a suffix as to whether they divorce the husband before he died, but the wife of a deaf mute and a woman who is too old to bear children, both may undergo the right of either chalitza or yibum. Eighth halacha. The following women are pater, do not have to do chalitza or yibum, and therefore are not allowed to do either one. The wife of a srischama, it is someone who has not displayed male sexual characteristics. The wife of someone with both sexual characteristics. The wife of a mentally incompetent person. The wife of a minor. An islandess, which refers to a woman who is barren biologically and has not displayed secondary sexual characteristics despite attaining the age of majority. Someone who is forbidden to the Yavam as one of the Arayas, meaning a Torah prohibition. Nine Talacha. For example, if the Yavama was the sister, the mother, or the daughter of one man's own wife, he would not be permitted to do Yibum, and if he was the only Yavam, then she would not require Chalitza either. The tenth halacha goes into some detail about the category of women who are required to do Chalitza but not Yibum as a result of a positive or negative commandment, or a rabbinic law. The basic gist of it is that these are people who, according to the Torah, would be permitted to do Yibum, but would not permitted to remain with the husband, and so the rabbi stated that she's not permitted to do Yibum. The example it gives is a Shnia, that is, someone whose prohibition to marry is rabbinic in nature, like, for example, the wife of one's maternal brother. Eleventh halacha. If a high priest performs Yibum, than any other wives of the deceased brother still require chalitza, and the woman with whom he did yibum would require chalitza as well. Twelfth halacha. A woman who is forbidden to her now deceased husband was never considered legally married to him and therefore does not need chalitza or yibum. Thirteenth halacha. But if she was only usher to her husband because of a positive or negative mitzvah or a mitzvah derbanon, like in the prior example of a woman who has already been married marrying the high priest. In this case, she still would be permitted to perform yibum as long as she's permitted to marry her yavam. Fourteenth halacha. If one's brother dies leaving two wives, one who is erva to the Yavam and one who is not, then both are pater from Yibum and do not require Chalitza. The 15th halacha gives examples. 16th halacha. If the husband died and then his brother is born, she would not require Chalitza and may not perform Yibum. 17th halacha provides examples. 18th halacha. If one brother performs Mamar with one of the wives and then he dies before doing Yibum, the other brother should perform Chalitza but not Yibum. 19th halacha. If a woman committed adultery and was seen by a witness such that he would be required to divorce her, she is not obligated in Chalitza or Yibum. And if her deceased husband was married to other wives as well, they would not be permitted to do yibum and would not require chalitza. But a saita who has not yet drank of the bitter waters should perform chalitza and may not perform yibum. 20th halacha. The tone who is prohibited as a result of a positive or negative mitzvah or a mitzvah derbanan, but is not an erva, would not cause any other wives to be forbidden to a yavam. So if Ruvain has two wives and one of them is a shniya, then Shimon, Ruvain's brother, may do yibum with the other wife. 21st halacha. If there are two wives and one of them is an erva, 
but is also an Ilinus. That is, a barren woman who has not displayed secondary sexual characteristics, so any of the other wives would be permitted to do Yibum with the brother. And it need not be said if Ruvain was married to someone who was an Erva to Shimon, but then divorces her, or she dies, then any one of Ruvain's other wives would be permitted to Shimon through Yibum. 22nd halacha. This is an extension of the prior halacha. If Ruven was married to a few people, and one of them was an erva to a potential yavam, but the deceased husband tried to divorce her, and it was a suffix as to whether they were properly divorced, any of the other wives would be required to do chalitza, but may not do yibum. 23rd halacha. In the same situation as before, where there are two wives and one is an erva, and after the death of her husband, the woman who is an erva goes and marries someone else, and then it was discovered that she's an islandess. So now it turns out that it was necessary for the brother to perform either yibum or chalitza with the other wife, and that means that this woman who is an islandess should not have married her second husband. She must divorce her second husband, and the brother must do chalitza with her. 24th halacha. Same thing but flipped. If the brother believed that the woman who was an erva to him was an islandess, and so he marries the other wife through yibum, and then it was discovered that she's not an islandess, now he needs to give his wife, the former Yavama, a get, and any children born to them are illegitimate. 25th halacha. If there were three brothers, and two of them are married to two sisters, and the other is married to someone who is not related, then the brother who is married to the woman who is not related dies, and then another brother married to one of the sisters dies. The remaining brother should perform chalitza, but not yibum, with the woman who is not related. And this is true even if the second brother who died divorced his wife after the first brother died. The 26th halacha provides the rationale for this ruling. 27th halacha. In the case of three brothers who are married to three women who are not related to one another, one of them dies, the second brother then performs mamar with the yavama, then he dies before doing yibum, the third brother should do chalitza and not yibum. The prohibition of yibum in this case is rabbinic. The 28th halacha provides reasoning for the prior ruling. 28th halacha. If, in the last case, however, after performing maimar, the brother then dissolves the maimar with a get, and then he dies, the third brother may perform yibum. 30th halacha. Not surprisingly, therefore, if the second brother is a minor, and he has relations with his yavama, and then he dies, since, as we said, these relations are like a mamar, the third brother must perform chalitza, but may not perform yibum. 31st halacha. If a woman is half shivcha chanainis, a Canaanite slave, and half a freed woman, and Reuven consecrates her, then Reuven gives her her freedom, and then Shimon, his brother, consecrates her, and then both brothers die. She is permitted to do yibum with Levi, the third brother, because in the prior scenario, one of the two prior consecrations was not valid.